0: Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Nile Boylan,
1: Ireland's classic hits radio. Uh,
0: can I just point out as well that we have a little bit of difficulty because we wanted to start the show off, obviously, tonight with Nile giving up something, and that's what it was all about. That was the month of January. Nile giving up something. All right, and unfortunately, I've failed miserably at the first hurdle I didn't even start to be honest with you I'm going to be honest I had my last cigarette about 10 minutes ago because I said I'd better but I'm honest I'm, I am could I just could come on the air and I could lie to you and say that Niall said he was going to give up something in January for the month of January great big campaign and yeah I gave it up two days ago no I didn't I didn't so anyway we've lots to get through tonight I'll come to all that in a few minutes but it is you know it's that day of give it up for Nile. That's what we're calling it. Give it up for Nile. An and let me tell you. It's really going to be a long, long month. And if I'm cranky at any point during the month. Please forgive me. Because as you know. I'm giving up cigarettes. Before Christmas. I told you all that it was my intention to go off them for January. And I asked if anyone else wanted to give up something. In solidarity with me. You know to give it up for me. We received a lot of responses. And I'm delighted now to be joined on the line by three brave souls who are going to join me in this endeavour. And I have Luke, Mannix and Trish, or Luke Mannix, so to say, Geraldine and Trish Buckley. Hi. Hi, guys.
2: Hello. you doing? How's the phone?
0: Yeah, you're all giving it up for Nile. You're all in solidarity with me tonight. I'm going to come to you all in a second. I and mean, Hello to all our brave listeners out there as well. We're going to give you we just wanted three people, so we figured out we, you know, we could get some advice from some experts as well, and we're going to be going to our experts in a few minutes. But first, Luke. So Luke, what are you giving up?
2: Biting my nails. You- Fingernails. Ah, see, I, I'm i a nail
0: biter too, you know what I mean? As well as a smoker, yeah. I'm actually a nail biter. So much so, my mother used to put stop and Grow on my nails when I was That's a child. Cool. Do, you yeah.
2: remember, do you remember that? I, I tried and I failed. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's going to be very hard. <laughs> it is still hard. it's only two days, but it's helped, you know. And how far do you but, bite, the, uh, yeah. do you
0: bite your nails till they bleed?
2: I, I have done before the years, yeah. I've, I've taken off the skin as well, you know, around the yeah. thumbs and all that, you know. Yeah, go. I know. Yeah, and you oh. get the, the smell, the gunk. Yeah, I know, they're atrocious. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, this is going to be the hardest thing I've ever done. <laughs> uh, and, and how
0: often would you bite them? What kind of triggers you? Oh, is yeah, it your nerves?
2: I. I, I, I no, I just did a bad habit. I took up my mother, i say, over the years. I remember when I was growing up, my mother always bit her nails, and I used to be sitting down next to her biting my nails, okay. and that was it. Nice. You know, so she holds up fully grown, though, mine aren't. All right, okay. yeah. Well, you know, it's, okay, it's okay to bite yeah, them every yeah, now and again
0: if they're, fully, if they're fully grown, no, but if they're not, every you're every
2: in trouble. I, I, every, every, yeah, every day, I'd yeah. have a, a good Nibble. 10 minutes. And what, do you do, yeah, 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 what yeah.
0: do you do with the bit you bite? <laughs> do you keep it in your mouth, or do you spit it out?
2: Uh, is this over Is and so? Yeah, I, I suppose I do both. <laughs> depending on where I am. <laughs> All right, let me go
0: to Geraldine Farrell as well. Geraldine, hi, how are you? How are you,
3: Nile?
0: Now, you're not biting nails. You're smoking.
3: I'm smoking.
0: Okay, how many a day are you smoking?
3: Just under 20.
0: Okay, are you rolling your own or are you buying them?
3: No, buying them.
0: Okay, so that's 70 quid a month or a week? A week? seventy. A week. Yeah, so that's about five and a half grand a year. Mm. Mm. I'm sure you're thinking about that. You've thought about oh, that's a nice cruise around the world every year with spending money.
3: I've done it before. Okay, and I can a hundred percent tell you, I don't save a fucking penny
0: because <laughs> you spend it on something
3: else. <laughs> Either a bill comes or something, a birthday comes up, something.
0: Yeah, I understand. So I'm not
3: doing it for the money end of it.
0: No. Right, okay. So you're doing I'm it for your health. Not.
3: I'm doing it for my health.
0: Okay, and how is your health?
3: My health is relatively good apart from uh the day before lockdown, I was diagnosed with cancer of the throat. Okay. Getting cigarettes that. all through the treatment. Yeah. Went from my three month checkup. It came back somewhere else. It came back five times since, all on the left side, but unrelated. Okay. So I gave them up, went back on them, left them up. There, I done nine months and I went back on them in August of last year.
0: Okay. And I'm sure your family and everybody has tried to encourage. <laughs> accept yourself. The
3: more they give out to me, the more I smoke. Uh,
0: I know. I'm I know. very defiant. Yeah, very I'm,
3: defiant.
0: Yeah, I get a bit like that myself about the cigarettes, to be honest with you. And even though I know they're bad for my health, I, I've been doing it since I was 15 years of age. I, am, I get quite, not defiant. I, I don't defend cigarettes because I know they're bad for my health. I'm not stupid. But I, you know what? I feel like a heel when I walk into a shop and hand over 15 quid for 20 Marlborough, I might as well just throw the money in the bin. You know, I I do feel like a bit of a dose, you know, considering I'm a, i am a reason, I consider myself a reasonably intelligent person, but spending 15 quid on something that's going to kill me is probably not a good idea. Stay there for a second. Let me go to Trish Buckley. Trish, hi, how are you?
4: I'm good. How are you?
0: Good. Now, what's your vice?
4: Um, My vice is
0: wine. Wine. Are are you a wine o'clock?
4: I'm a, you hit the nail on the head. I am a wine o'clock. Right, okay. And this is just, you know what, it's more of a challenge to myself. More than anything else, because I think people out there, especially my friends, and um, especially Anne, thinks that I actually won't succeed. And I, I just want to prove to myself and everybody else that I can do it.
0: That you can do and it. That, that you might. don't need it. Yeah.
4: Yeah, and it's not that I need it, but you know, it's a bad habit. I, you know, every so often you come in and you open a bottle of wine, and before you know, it, the bottle is gone. Well,
0: there's only four. <laughs> I, I, I don't drink, but I, th- I think there's only four glasses of wine in a bottle, isn't there? They're they're small. Wow, yeah. Right? Well. Yeah. Now,
4: the big, glasses. <laughs> big, <know. laughs>
0: big, big glasses yeah
4: yeah so I just do, it, so I, how I, often, I, how, I, often I, how
0: often are you drinking a bottle?
4: Oh, now you sound like my doctor <laughs> <laughs> how, often, how often are you are you going to a crazy week like <laughs> Oh Jesus I ah, know not quite no, but I just feel I. I think I'm probably you know probably overindulging and I just think for my health. And for lots of reasons. You know, you hear people say, oh my God, when I give up the wine, I feel so much healthier. I drop a stone in weight. Well, Mm. I'm going to prove. I went to the gym today, weighed myself, got myself measured. Yeah. And I'm going to just prove that theory is correct. Because my cousin Evan, and I know she's listening, will say, there's no way you'll lose weight when you give up alcohol. And I'm going to prove her wrong.
0: Well, I imagine so. I don't know much about the human body, but I assume alcohol turns into carbohydrates and sugars, which obviously increases your weight. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and if you're, and drinking, you know, if you're exactly. drinking a substantial amount of it, I'm assuming that it puts out a fair bit of weight. Yeah. Know. <laughs> I,
4: that's, I, you know, I've not been able to shake. But no, I just think, you know, when we go to people's houses now, the first thing they say to you when you go in
0: is a glass of wine. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Instead of, you know, we'd have a cup of coffee or a glass of body gown. Mind you, saying that is my friend offered me a body gown. I think I collapse. But, <laughs> so, so, you know, and even the other night, my sister turned a big eight, I won't say, because she's listening. And at Five to twelve, I had the no secco, and I think it's it's all in your head. Like the no secco taste of, okay, it wasn't brilliant, but to be honest with you, it didn't. There wasn't much difference. Yeah. In the taste. Yeah. I think it's a psychological thing, and I think if I get over, you know, you would swear that I was a complete alcohol, but I think <laughs> if I get over the next two weeks, but you know yourself, it's yeah. work. I see. So the first thing, you, just like you, if you're having a bad day at work, you'll probably go outside and smoke. a three cigarettes.
0: I'll do that and exactly. Yeah.
4: You don't need them. It's all in your head. So it's the same with me when I come in from work and I say, God, it's a bad day in the office. I'll grab a glass of wine. Instead, I'll grab something else. You know, I'll grab a body gown or whatever. I was in the fridge. And then I can go out for a walk and hopefully I won't feel lethargic. It's, you don't drink, so you probably, you know, when you have a hangover the next morning, you just feel like and you don't want to do anything. Whereas I hope now. You know, on a Saturday, I'll be jumping out of bed and going down to the seafood and just having a nice walk. And, you yeah. know, I just want to just change a few things this year. And, you know, who knows? I could stay off it for a couple of months. I know people are laughing now, but... no.
0: <laughs> but well, 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 you- what we're going to do with all three of you, Luke, Geraldine and Trish, is we're going to check in on you. Uh, and we're going to check in on me because I've already failed at the first hurdle. I was meant to give them up two days ago, right? That was the plan. Me and Jane had a plan, right? Um and yeah. I, I didn't even want to lie to Jane. I could've I could have done the whole radio thing and it was like, oh, of course I've given them up already because nobody can see me anyway, so it makes no difference. But I didn't. Yeah. I had a cigarette just before the show. So and okay. Geraldine, when was the last cigarette you had?
2: Five minutes
0: ago. <laughs> five <laughs> five minutes ago. Luke, when was the last time you bit your nails?
2: 10.30, uh, New Year's Eve, I was. Oh, good man. Good oh. man. Well John, you're oh, starting. He's yeah, got a head mean, start. Like, uh, uh, well, I thought it was for the January the 4th, Yeah, no, it is. So. It <laughs> is.
0: But by just myself and Jeremy oh, have right. failed. Sorry, Trish, when was the oh, last time? See? Where was your last glass of wine, Trish? My last
4: glass
0: of <laughs> wine was 11.45, uh, New Year's Eve. Okay, well, okay. That was yesterday. Okay, so, yeah. all right. Okay, now, what we want to do is, I'm going to go to Dr. Gino Cleo, who's a trained dietitian. And after realizing her clients oh, were no, struggling no. with maintaining their progress over time, she decided to complete a PhD where she discovered how powerful habits could be. And she's now an expert on it. Uh, doctor, and in Australia as well. <laughs> Dr. Gino Cleo, hi, how are you?
1: Hello, I'm great.
0: Well, you've been listening to all my, my guinea pigs. <laughs> and They're all on the air with me, as well as me, who's given up the smoking. And What's the first bit of advice, I suppose, you would give to us all generally when it comes to having a, a bad vice or a habit?
1: Oh, look, I would tell you that every single person has a bad habit, even me. So don't feel bad about it. You know, we are all going to do things that make us feel really good in the moment. But of course, I think one thing to know is that we have the power to break any of our bad habits, no matter how long we've had them for. So that's my, you know, first piece of advice. Okay. Now, every one of our habits has a trigger. So for every one of you, have a think about, when is it that you do your bad habits? Is it when you're stressed? Is it when you get home, when you wake up? It's really good to identify the trigger
2: as a first step.
0: Okay. So my, my trigger, and I don't know about the rest of the guys, but mine is usually stress. So when I'm in work, something goes a little yeah. bit wrong. Like at the start of the show there, we had a slight technical issue, which is over we're, over. we're over now. I felt like running out for a cigarette. <laughs> but Luke, yeah. Luke, I'm assuming, what what's your trigger, Luke, when you're bored, is it?
2: Yeah, so you, over the course of, the day, you, a, of a day, there's a lot of boring parts in the day.
0: Right, know, so you just, you just have on. a nibble at your nails.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, it could be sitting down on the toilet, bowl biting my nail. It could be driving, biting my nail. Like, <laughs> like even in this phone call now, here waiting for you, I could create. I was craving to bite my nail, you know. Yeah. While he was waiting, you know, so impatience, I don't know, the numerous things has uh, you could do it all day but your you know? It's not easy to do, you know.
0: And Geraldine, your your cigarette smoking, yeah. that that is that out of boredom? Does it re- well, do you believe that it re- re- it kind of relieves the stress or it um, probably doesn't, but do you believe it does? Mine I'd
3: say mine is habitual every time I make a coffee.
0: Okay, so when you have a cup of coffee mm-hmm. you have to have a cigarette. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Trish, your glass yeah. of wine, yeah. that's yeah. just a chill out, is it?
4: Chill out with my friends, and you know, we're having a nice meal. You just kind of, it's, it's, you know, it's a bad habit, I suppose. I could have a glass of water, but I just feel a nice meal, a glass of wine goes hand in hand, or, you know, the or a bottle,
0: as the case may be. <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, <relax laughs> to you. You, know, you just feel, oh, this is going to relax me. I'll have a, a nice glass of wine.
0: Okay, so so there you go, uh, Dr. Gino Cleo. They're, they're the triggers, I suppose. A lot of it's boredom. A lot of it's just habit because, like, for me, getting up in the morning, first thing I do is have a cup of tea and, a, and you know, a cigarette. It's kind of just something that I do.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is where we need to... Okay, one of the really easy things to do with habits is... When you feel that trigger, rather than reflexively going straight into doing it, so you wake up, you make a cup of tea, and then you grab a cigarette, give yourself some space between having the cup of tea and the cigarette, even if it's just five minutes or ten minutes. What happens in the brain when you do that is your brain stops firing those two brain cells together. So tea at the moment, tea equals cigarette. And if you were to give yourself some space between them, your brain's like, I have a tea now and I don't have the cigarette with it. And over time, that habit will become weaker. The other thing you can do here is replace, not erase. So instead of saying, I'm not going to have a cigarette, say, instead of my cigarette, I'm going to have, you know, and do something else, whether it's a minty or, I don't know. Something else.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Trish, you can have a donut (laughs) instead of the wine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but go on. Yeah, so replace Trish, it with something really else.
1: To, yeah, and it's really good to also change your environment to make it easier for you. So when you're, if you normally sit and have a cup of tea in a certain spot, go sit somewhere else. Don't have the cigarettes near you. Trish with your wine, I helped someone by removing all the glasses of wine from where they were in the cupboard into a different cupboard on a really hard-to-reach shelf in the garage, you had to get a step ladder to get it. And because I created that barrier, she was like, oh, it's just too much too effort. Too much trouble, yeah. And then we're, yeah, just like creating those barriers. Yeah, but replace it with something else.
0: Now, Luke is a slightly different kettle of fish because he can't put his fingers up on a high shelf and he, and he certainly can't no. separate them from his body. <laughs> so they're always going to be there. So the, the nail-biting no. habit is very common, very
2: common.
1: It is. Luke, I'd love to know what you've tried before to break your
2: habit. I, I've used that uh, stop and grow. It's like, a, it's like a liquid perfume and it tastes... I know,
0: I know the one. yeah. You paint it on your nails and it makes yeah. it taste bad. Yeah. yeah.
2: Did that so work for you? Time you just, excuse me? Sorry?
0: Does it work for you?
2: Did no. It work? No. <laughs> no. Not. A, well, no. no no. Yeah. You I. Just, you, I just, you just stop playing it. You stop playing it, so you don't have to taste it. Then eventually, you know. I know. I used
0: the stop and grow once because I bite my nails too. But after a while, I found it's like Guinness. It's an acquired taste. <laughs> you start to like it.
2: Hilarious.
1: <laughs> <That was laughs> okay, Luke. You've got to dig deep into why is it that you want to break this habit? Why is it important for you? So, what is oh, it? Well, because you're about how, biting your nails.
2: Yeah. It's your appearance. appearance. Sorry, sorry. Say that again, Luke. It's your appearance. your finger on it. Like mine, mine, can be stumpy sometimes, and I'm actually psych conscious if I'm meeting somebody for the first time about my nails. I, not, okay. not that it gives me anxiety, but yeah, it's just kind of it's still. I'm aware of it, and I, it makes me uncomfortable. Not all the time, but yeah. I'm, I'm aware of them. You know, if that's if that yes. Makes it's not sense, attractive
0: you know, looking. I know. I know. My I look at my own nails here say. now. They're stubby looking. Yeah.
2: Piggy. yeah yeah just, yeah yeah. So, no, I wouldn't ha- yeah i wouldn't have that every day but yeah i would be so conscious about it as well but it was just you know mm. so today yeah, yeah he's self-conscious yeah, I mean, about but... it yeah go on
1: yeah so then when you're getting the urge to want to bite your nails i would dig into that feeling mm. of, i can bite my nails if i want to but if i don't bite my nails then i'm gonna feel more confident and i'm gonna not be embarrassed by the appearance of my fingers and really try to like get into the emotions of that because our habits are actually mostly changed not by our thoughts but by our feelings, how we feel about certain things. So you've got to dig deep into that.
0: I mean for all our contributors tonight and for people listening at home these are the three people obviously we've picked because they're three very different things including me giving up the cigarettes. I suppose you know it's, it's a case of wanting to give it up because if you don't want to and you're being forced by other people to do it, it's not going to work
1: is it? No, absolutely not. You have to be what we call intrinsically motivated, which means you ha- you have to want to do it for yourself. You won't ever be able to change anything long term if you're doing it for someone else or you're doing it for you know financial gain or recognition or these external things don't work long term. Mm. You have to deep down want it more than anything and you have to want it more than you don't want it, if that makes sense. You have to want to break it more than the like the joy that you get from doing that
0: habit. But here's the thing. I stupidly get a joy out of smoking. Well, at least I think I do. (laughs) I'd say Geraldine feels the same. Now, you know, when I say get a joy out of it, it kind of relaxes me a bit. Now, maybe it's the cigarettes or the nicotine that causes the tension in the first place. I don't know. But I stupidly do. But then in my own heart of hearts, I know that I'm damaging my own health, and not only that, I don't know what it's like in Australia for the cost of cigarettes, but the cost of cigarettes here is like 15 quid, which is about 20 US or Australian dollars. Going to a shop and you're handing over 15 quid for a pack of cigarettes. You feel like it, You feel it's like stupid. You feel like you're wasting your money. You might as, yeah. as well be thrown in a bin.
1: Yeah, and look, it's not stupid that you enjoy it because guess what? Nicotine gives you a hit of dopamine, and dopamine feels really good in the brain. When you get a hit of dopamine, your brain's like, whoa, this feels amazing. We should definitely do this again. So, you know, nicotine is in cigarettes for a very good reason, and that is to keep you addicted. It's the same thing with scrolling on our phone. It gives us a hit of dopamine. Smoking, it's never going to feel good. You're going to feel lousy. It's going to feel like you're having a bit of a downer every time you say no to the cigarette, but the longer you say no to it, the easier it'll get. After you've gone through the first three days, which are the hardest, it's just going to get easier and easier. And then after 30 days, your brain starts to not even enjoy it anymore. You just have to keep on keeping on and push through that, that icky sort of the messy middle, as I call it.
0: Yeah. Well, that's why we're doing a 30 day campaign on this. And we're going to be following Luke, Geraldine and Trish. Ooh. So they're going to be coming back on again at the end of the week to see how they're getting on. And obviously, we're going to be talking to other experts and people as well. That's going, that are going to help them as well as gambling experts and people like that who deal with other addictions yeah. that some of our listeners have texted in about. So if you could give them a little bit of an exercise for the week, what would you say Mm -hmm. to them? What's the goal just for this week?
1: So I would say to create an environment that's going to support your goals, whatever that might be. Remove, you know, remove the triggers if you can, or make it really hard for yourself to engage in, in the habit, whether it is. The cigarette or the wine. You know, with the nail-biting, I would... Pair with gloves. I
3: don't know. Wear
1: some gloves. <laughs> 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 Keep them in your hand at all times.
0: <laughs> Keep your hands in your pockets, Staying Luke.
1: if I bite my... So if I if I bite my nails, I've got to paint them pink. <laughs> Do something that's... Yeah, keep your, keep real... your
2: hands busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: As my mother used to say, the devil makes work for idle hands. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, and Trish, you need to put the bottle of wine somewhere where it's not accessible or too accessible. Yeah, but now,
4: hold on a second. I'm not, like, I'm not going to on the pioneer pin at the end of the, <laughs> at the end of this session. <laughs> oh no, I'm no, no! Reason. I know,
0: I know. You just want to prove it yourself that you can do this without relying yeah, on, I it. Can, of course.
4: Yeah, I'm not, I just want to make it clear. I'm
0: not hiding bottles in the toilet. system. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I,
4: I get,
3: I I get, get it. it. Can I can that's I make a one point, Niall?
0: You can make a point, Geraldine. Yes.
3: Just a really quick point. It's very yeah. easy to give up something if you know that you can that you're going to get it back.
0: In, in what oh, respect?
3: Like it. Uh, what's that girl's name again?
0: Uh, doctor Gino Cleo no, no, not the doctor. The other Trish, woman.
3: That Trish, too, Trish. 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 Yeah. I should. Yeah. Yeah. Trish. Yeah. It's like she just said. I'm not going to put the pioneer pin on. No. So I'm not. Like me personally, I know that if I do it this time, which I hope, please God, I will. You will. Definitely. I don't want to go back smoking. I
0: won't. Well, I suppose the goal for you, Geraldine, is after being diagnosed previously with cancer, you know, and we yeah. all know mm-hmm. there is a direct correlation between cancer and cigarette smoke that you don't want to go down that road again. I'm sure that was a scary time for you.
3: No, you see, that that's yeah. why I wanted to join this campaign. Yeah. I, I did say mm. to Jane, I said, Jane, if I do it this time, I'm fucked if I'm going to go back <laughs> because I can't go through that treatment again. <laughs> that treatment
0: so, sorry, uh, Dr. Gino clear. you have to get used to the art. <laughs> the Irish oh, people no, we, 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 we yeah we don't I care love what it we say
1: so much. <laughs> it's late night radio I they don't care
0: so listen the goal for this week I suppose is Luke of gloves Geraldine what you got to do is distance yourself and those habits in other words when you're having the cup of tea have the maybe even have a cigarette if you want to but leave it a half an hour after the cup of tea do you understand what I'm saying? You know, so if you don't want to give it up straight away, leave it. A, if you can, that'll be great. But leave it a half an hour afterwards, so you disconnect the two. So you're disconnecting yeah, both okay, habits. And Trish,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I don't mean like hide the bottles, but just make it more difficult for yourself to to <laughs> fall into that habit. They're
2: already hidden. Hitting. you hitting them all. I came home they're
0: gone. And you can do it. Don't but, mind your friends, really Trish. Important. You can do it.
4: I know I can't.
1: No, I'm going to prove them
0: all. Dancing is okay. out there. They're all listening. I am going to do it. Okay, sorry, sorry, Dr. To... Dr. Gina. You go on, you may have a last word there.
1: Here, he, yeah, here's a really important tip for all of you. The number one predictor of success is self-efficacy, which is the belief in your own ability to achieve what you set out to achieve. So you can't go into this, hope I'm going to do it, or I really want to, but I'm not sure. You have to say, "I know that I can achieve this, and I'm going to do it." Yeah. And that's going to re- that's going to be half the battle finished if you can really get into that mindset.
0: Well, listen, thank you very much indeed, Doctor Gino Cleo, thank all you. the way from Australia, thank and uh, thank you for that advice, Luke, Geraldine, Trish. I should talk to you again the weekend. We want to keep a li- yeah. maybe keep a little diary and let us know how you're getting on. All right, and even if you fail, oh, yeah, we need you to have know. To be yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. So, yeah. Okay. All right, Geraldine, okay. Luke, okay. Trish. Good. Now, Now. real people, real opinions. Nighttime Talk with Niall Boylan.
1: Ireland's classic hits
4: radio.